What was that? I don't know. Me either. But here it comes again. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to Pod Chaos, Pop Chaos Podcast. Yeah. Why are you welcoming these fuckers? I mean, yeah, like, we, we want you all to listen like all the time yeah, and, and, and subscribe this. and give us a review. And, yeah, and send us, send us things, money, lots of money and yeah, toys. Get, and, yeah, that would be and that would video be awesome. games and 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 uh, no, actually, all you gotta do is just listen. Just that that's all we require. Yeah, so. <laughs> but if you want to send us stuff, that would be cool. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have a PO, PO box here soon, so in case you do want to send us something. Yeah, yeah, we'll it, we'll have it. Um, uh, we'll have it at the post office because that's where PO boxes normally are. But we can't give you our address because we're in our secret underground bunker, thousands of miles below the Earth's crust. <laughs> you said crust. <laughs> yeah, it makes me want pizza. Um, so we were uh, we we're talking about cartoon-based toys and toy-based cartoons. And what is the difference? Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. I know. Um, I know that the original Masters of the Universe, King Randor, the Sorceress, and Orko were based on the cartoon, but weren't in the original toy line till the cart. They were created for the cartoon, right? But then they eventually got toys, right? And um, so we could split this up into different topics. Like, so first of all, I guess uh, what I would say the difference between a toy-based cartoon and a cartoon-based toy line would be um if the toy was there before the cartoon was exactly right so like an example of that would be something like transformers or right and people are gonna say no 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 transformers cartoon came right now you gotta remember you gotta go back and go back to japan you got diaclone and micro change and you know um, well, He-Man was out on the market at least a year or two before the cartoon. Yeah, came because out. they same start, thing on GI Joe. Right? Yeah, because with He-Man, specifically, they were basing everything off the little mini comics that came with the figures. Yeah. And, you know, the execs were like, "Well, we need something else," and they decided to come up with the cartoon. So, I mean, yeah, I, I get sick of hearing this, but yes, the cartoons were made to sell the toys, but that doesn't take away from. The character development and the plot development, everything that happened in the cartoons. Yeah. Well, what people don't understand is uh, there's a lot of work that went into the cartoons. And what people don't realize is before, I believe He-Man was the first cartoon that was based on a toy that was allowed to, to be produced because the laws in the U.S. changed to where you could have a toy based or a cartoon based on a toy line. Right. Because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're right that He-Man was the first because at first they declared that it was, um, I, I don't want to use the wrong terminology here, but that they couldn't do it because it was basically trying to sell to kids, which they saw as unconstitutional. They saw that as wrong, you know, but they brought about this whole morality thing. Yeah. You know, like, don't put mustard on the cat. Which is, <laughs> is my personal favorite. They, they, don't put mustard on the cat came about when uh, the He-Man writers started running out of morals. So they they joke around and say they were going to do put don't put mustard on the cat. Uh, did you know that GI Joe actually was the first product to sidestep that? Uh, that's why they come up with the PSAs, wasn't it? No, no, no. They were the ones to sidestep the you can't use animation to sell toys. No, oh, I thought it was He-Man that did that. First. Well, He-Man He-Man was the first animated show that was based on a toy. G.I. Joe used cartoons and animated a segments tool. to sell comics. That's okay. You okay. could you could do it to sell comics. That's right. Couldn't do it to sell uh, action figures. That's right. It so just so happened around, that there was a toy line that coexisted with the comics, you know. I yeah. Mean, so. I mean, you know, people look at that. It's it, I swear to God, and Transformers is like the biggest thing that I hear about this. Everyone always says, oh, the cartoon was just made to sell toys. Yeah, it was. That's true. And the 86 movie killed off a bunch of characters to make room for the 87 toys. Exactly. I mean, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Everybody acts like that's a bad thing. It doesn't invalidate the actual cartoon. No, no. I mean, I, I I was talking to my brother the other day. We were talking about this very thing, you know, and I was saying, 
you know, that uh, I brought up the, the, the two-parter, there's no place like Springfield. You know, I said, okay, so yeah, these, these cartoons were made to sell toys, but if that's all they were, why would we have a cerebral plot line like there's no place like Springfield? And if you all aren't familiar with that two-parter from G.I. Joe, go watch it. It's one of my favorites. I love it. Or the one where they went to the alternate universe. Yeah, what was that? I, can't, I cannot remember. I can't remember. Well, that was was that a two parter? Yeah, I, that was a two parter. Okay, because I, I always for some reason for some I reason I want to say the best of both worlds, but I don't know if that's what it was called. Something similar to that. It was something similar. We'll we'll double check that and and, and find out. But uh, no, uh, for some reason I always thought for some reason that uh, no place like Springfield was a five parter, but no, it's it's a two parter. I don't know why I always thought it was a five parter, but I I love. It could have been a five. It could have been. It was so good. It was. It was that good. It was really good, especially if you're a shipwreck fan. I mean, he was the main character in that two parter. It was. It was really good. But um, let's see. I. I don't know, man. I mean, like the, the cartoons we grew up with, uh, even going into later generations, like Power Rangers. It, I mean, it, yeah, they're all there to sell toys but it's not like they're dumbing the stories and everything down so that kids can enjoy them i mean worlds without end worlds without end that's it that's the name of the two-parter yeah that's the one where the joes go back well don't go back in time but they go to a parallel universe so to speak uh where cobra is taking over the world it was it was good but yeah i mean what what do you think about about that as far as you think the, the the cartoons in the 80s dumbed things down? I mean, there were some episodes that were stinkers in both Transformers and G.I. Joe and He-Man too. Uh, Thundercats had some stinkers. but No, I don't uh, think they dumbed it down. I don't either. I think it was actually quite intelligent, a lot of the episodes. Yeah, they, they were a lot of heady concepts and alternate realities or um, physics or... I mean, as as maligned as it is, Autobot, Autobot X or Autobot Spike yeah. was the Frankenstein story retold. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, plus you had things like, uh, you know, you had uh, Chip Chase. He was a paralyzed kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't recall a cartoon having a paralyzed kid before Transformers, do you? No. I mean, I, I was it was the, very rare. I, I was trying to think. I don't think there was any characters that were disabled in G.I. Joe, was there? No. Didn't think so. There was one great episode where a guy's family got, his his home got destroyed by a Cobra jet mm-hmm. crashing into it, and he went on a vendetta against Cobra. I think I remember that I can't episode. remember the name of it, but it was an awesome episode where... He was just, it was a one-man revenge against Cobra. It didn't end well, but... Well, I mean, it, it was a lot better than the Viper. Oh, good God. Yeah. I mean, so, in, in case you all that are listening now don't realize, uh, we, we have a YouTube channel that we haven't uploaded to in quite some time, but um, we did a, uh, what was it, top 10 worst episodes of Transformers? Yes. G1 Transformers. So, we are threatening each other with doing... The same thing for G.I. Joe. We, uh, we've we been talking about this for a while, and, and I want to do it. If somebody had a box set. I know. Where in the hell are we going to get one of those? Gee, I don't know. Damn. Oh, wait. I also have G.I. Joe on Plex. So, I mean, that's... It's, it's not like I just... It's not like I don't have almost everything on G.I. Joe on DVD. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing on, well, I don't have the match. I have Transformers and Beast Wars. I don't have everything I, you know to this day i still don't know that they've released prime on dvd i think they have i just never have seen it transformers prime i don't have it it's, it's a good show oh it's great yeah that's why i want it i have beast, g1 have you have, seen beast of the beast hunters segment yeah or, oh my and the unicron story the unicron story i mean i'll be honest with you i can take or leave and and the reason i say that is because I never liked the idea of Unicron being Earth. Spoilers, if you haven't seen it. So. I just like the the, the the way Megatron responded to being Unicron's slave. No, I liked all that. And yeah. I, I didn't mind having the, the, like, basically the heralds of Unicron, like the uh, the mini Unicrons that they fought. I thought that was cool. But the, the revelation that Unicron is Earth, I thought was kind no, of silly. It was, yeah. 
And then I they try to do it in the Michael Bay verse, and it's just like <laughs> that went nowhere. But. Yeah. So uh, we have talked a lot about stuff coming out lately, like toy news. I guess uh, we can we'll talk more about cartoons and stuff, but uh, guess we should get into the news. There are new pre-orders up. It is Transformers Tuesday. Let's see what were the two that they released today. Corden and Spinout. Yeah. So they're remolds slash repaints of um, Sunstreaker. Sunstreaker. Thank you. I was thinking Sunswap. I don't know why. Because one of them's red. Yeah, that's that's basically it. I mean, they they are retroactive G one characters. They're cool. I like them. I pre ordered them because I'm a whore. The um, um, the new Fantastic Four retro Doctor Doom. Dude, that figure looks awesome. I, I, yeah, I didn't know about the rockets on the on his uh, throat on his back till you showed till you showed me the picture and that just sealed the deal. Right Dude, there. that that to me, I was just like, I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't all. either. Um, it, it makes me wonder if the actual. I mean, I'm sure the flames come off, but I'm wondering if the whole rocket packs come off. Um, I don't think they do. I think the original. Um, Marvel Legend had those. Oh, really? I think okay. it did. Okay. Uh, it may not have. I know some versions of Doom had the, the thrusters on his back. Um, also, the Jada metal metal minifig uh, G.I. Joes are hitting. Yeah, I wanted Maybe. to check our local Wally World to see if the, they had them, but uh, we forgot our masks, so we didn't get a chance to go. Yeah. A um, lot of new Star Wars hitting. Um, Galaxy's Edge exclusives hit Target and sold out in minutes. Big surprise there. I um, except Captain Cardinal is apparently the peg warmer of the whole group. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I, I don't get this whole thing of um, figures are getting pushed back. Um, like the, the Mando figures were supposed to be out first. When I pre-ordered them, they were supposed to be out in June. Then they got pushed back to July, then August. Now, Mando, both Mandos and Cara Dune are pushed back to October. So, Well, the, the Mando wave I've got pre-ordered is hitting Walmarts and Targets. Yes, yeah, like crazy. What I don't understand. And, I mean, my, and my wave is supposed to come in from Big Bad Toy Store in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it doesn't see, even give it a month. It's fourth quarter. Right, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. This stuff is starting to hit stores. Well, the Red Ninja that yeah. I've got ordered that comes in November. Somebody's already got it. I saw it on Facebook. Somebody had a picture oh, of people, it. Oh, people, they're, they're hitting targets like crazy. That's, uh, if you can find them. By the way, I hit a Walmart the other day. I hit the Walmart in Oak Ridge. Mm-hmm. No Joes. Oh, that's not a surprise. No pegs. Okay, that is a surprise. No pegs. They had some shit on the shelf. I don't know what it was. Some some kind of toy line. I never. I've never seen anybody buy them. Uh huh. It had so much dust on it. You could li- it literally. It was like two inches of dust on the top of the packages. Okay. Well, let let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the Walmart situation. We've talked about it before, but like the uh, the Transformers Red figures, they've been pushed back again. This is the second or third time they've been pushed back. Well, the retro figures, the end, there's a, a sidekick that's popping up at Walmart's, but not around here. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're but they're supposed to hit in October. And it seems like October is the magic month where like pretty much especially Star Wars stuff is coming out. Well, that's when uh, Commander Pyre from yeah. um from Galaxy's Edge hits. So, I'm trying to, I've got my source where I can get the stuff from um, Pop Culture, Autographs and Collectibles, and Mountain Oddities. Um, That's where I get my figures from, and um, they've got, my, Pop Culture's got their source for them, so they. That's, That's definitely a good thing. I don't have to fight the scalpers, and the scalpers are getting notoriously bad. One group they um, they wanted to ban the scalping talk about scalpers because it the guy got sick of hearing it and he was talking about well I can afford to pay scalper prices and everybody just roasted him. He said he can or cannot. He can. He can. And well, he said it's him. just he said it's just part for the course. That's just basically part of collecting. And everybody else was like no. And one of my favorites they somebody put a picture up from South Park said show me on the doll where the internet touched you. Yeah, no shit. I mean, 
<clears throat> Don't get me wrong, the internet has definitely helped collecting a lot. It's uh, oh, it's, I, there's I've got shit I would not have. If it I was saying the internet because I mean like Japanese exclusives. Yeah. Um, I mean, just all kinds of things that that you normally I mean figures from Japan, not just exclusives. But it's it's getting any more to where it's no longer the internet. It's not really a tool for collecting. It's a tool for scalping. scalping. Yeah. yeah, flipping is getting to be a, a a big thing too, where people buy it and turn around and sell it to pay for their collecting. And I can't say I wouldn't do it if I had the chance. But uh, I mean, it's a lot of hassle. It's, you got to find somebody to buy the shit first. I mean, yeah, because if you if you go out like, I mean, some of these people they're buying cases of stuff, and, and then if nobody buys them, then they're stuck with them. Yeah, I mean, I can think of worse things to be stuck with than figures, but still, at the same time, when you're running out of shelf room and space to to for the stuff that you actually collect, then what are you going to do with extras? You know? Yeah, really. Yeah, mean, what, it, what do you need with 15 beachheads? Well, what kills me is you, you'll get on groups on Facebook and people will throw up pictures. Oh, I found this. I found this. What's it worth? Who, who, who is this? What is this character? I don't know anything about this, but I bought it. Is it worth anything? It looks old. I've bought stuff I didn't know what it was, and I usually throw it up to get an idea, and get an idea of what it is, but... I don't ever go up there, what's it worth? Is there any value here? Is it collectible? I actually saw a video on YouTube last night. I didn't watch it because it just it made me roll my eyes out of my head. It was about action figures and eBay. And it was teaching you how to use eBay to value your figures. Ugh. And like I said, I didn't watch it. I thought it was going to be retarded. Um, oh, I can tell you one simple step how to do that. Find the figure, look for the sold auctions. Yeah. Or completed auctions. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, and a lot of stores, especially around here, like secondhand stores, they will uh, deal in, quote, collectibles. And they'll, they'll go on eBay. There's one game store that I'm thinking about ex- almost exclusively that they do this, they'll, they'll get on eBay and they'll look at the prices, the going prices, the buy it now prices of, yeah. of certain things, and they won't look at the sold prices. And they'll, they'll base their prices on on uh, what the, the buy it now listings and stuff are, and I think that that's just wrong. That's ridiculous. It is. It's very are. ridiculous. Yeah, it it's getting bad. It is. So... Uh, in more news, Black Panther died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you seen where people are saying not to recast him? No, I haven't seen that, actually. They're saying that to bring his sister, the character's sister in as the black, new Black, Black Panther and leave it that way. And uh, I'm like, I don't know about that. That's what that's what he would want. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know what he would want? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that would be kind of like... Uh, you know, people saying, well, Hugh Jackman wouldn't want anybody else to play Wolverine. He's already said he wants somebody else exactly, to play Wolverine. Exactly, exactly. So it's, that's just... I mean, it's like wrestling. It's kind of like passing the torch, you know, to the new generation. Yeah, you can't be a wrestler forever, and you can't be an actor in certain parts forever. I mean, you yeah. don't see, well... You do see 20 and 30 year olds trying to play as teenagers in movies. But... Oh, Robert England has said he, he's already handpicked who he thinks should play Freddy Krueger after him. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm guessing it wasn't the guy in the remake because that was awful. No. You, you, you'd probably be surprised. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Kevin Bacon. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it too. Kevin Bacon has played some really good villains. Yeah, Kevin there. Bacon is one of my favorite actors. I've always liked him. I've not really seen anything that he's been in that I've thought, you know, he didn't do a good performance. Kevin Bacon shitty project. That's that's it. Yeah. Um Have you got anything new lately? Oh uh, well I did get those two uh, Transformers in that I haven't even opened yet. They came in yesterday. Two of the little uh, Battle Masters. Ma- Battle Masters. I keep wanting to call them Micro Masters. The, I got those. Uh, I got the Hot Toys Jenner, so, which is really nice. Um, 
That's honestly about it recently. What about you? I got the Walgreens exclusive Moon Knight. How is it? Fantastic. You like it? The only complaint I have is he comes with five throwing moons, Mm -hmm. crescent moons. Three of them are about the size of your fingernail. They're tiny. Jeez. Well, I couldn't wait to get them in my accessory bin so I wouldn't lose them. That's like Jen comes with these little... uh, I swear to God, they're like little metal balls. They're like half the size of a BB. I'm going to show them to you later after the podcast, see if you can help me figure out what the hell they're supposed to be. Grenades, maybe? No, they're too small. I mean, they're tiny. They're like the size of like a ballpoint pen, the tip of a ballpoint pen. Wow. They're really, really small. And I have no idea what they're supposed to be, so I'll, I'm going to let you look at them. We'll look at them. I still have them in the little baggie, but remind me. I, I'm curious what you think of them. But, um, yeah, that's that's about all I've gotten recently. Like I said, I ordered gin a few weeks ago. It just came in yesterday. Yeah, I haven't um, oh, I got me. too much new. That Moon Knight was about the, the only thing. I've got... No, I, that was it, pretty much. That's, yeah. that's it lately. Outside of some thrift store finds that weren't really too impressive. Well, going back to the cartoon thing for a minute... Um, and I'm going to double check on this while we're recording, so if you have anything to say, go ahead. But uh, I did read somewhere, and I wanted, like I said, make sure that the voice actor for Cyclops from the 90s X-Men cartoon died. And like I said, I want to double check that to make sure I don't want to spread any false information. Speaking of voice actors, did you know that the uh, that David Arquette's dad was the voice of Jimmy Snuka on Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? No, I didn't. I didn't know that till yesterday. I'm checking here. Let's see if I can find it. Norm Spencer. Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently it's true. Hmm, how old uh, was he? Uh, it says right here, Norm Spencer. Canadian actor and voice actor known for a portrayal of Marvel Comics character Cyclops in X-Men the Animated Series and Marvel vs. Capcom ga- games. Uh, he died August 31st, 2020 at the age of 62. Mm. So, I mean, he was still fairly young. Um, yeah. Not sure what he died of. Let's see, that was just uh, yesterday. Yeah, because this is uh, September 1st that we're recording this. Um, yeah, don't know... Don't know what the deal was there. I'm sure more information will come out sooner or later. Oh, there is some more news with the uh, gold label the McFarlane stuff that's coming out. Oh, yes. Batman. That Batman looked really, really or, cool. Or some people are calling it Batman, Spawn Batman because he's got the spikes on his gauntlets. Yeah, I, I saw a video with Todd uh, where he was talking about that figure, and he was saying... That to him, it always made sense for Batman. You know, he's like, he always liked having the claws on his gauntlet. He's like, you know, but I want him to be a bit more armed. You know, so I gave him the spikes and everything. You know, and I don't have a problem with that. It looks pretty cool. No, is this a, 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 I thought I read this, but I'm not sure I could have misread it. Or is this a different, are they getting different artists take on Batman or different figures? You know, I don't know. I haven't heard that. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure about that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure didn't, I'm pretty sure Todd designed that, that one Batman. Though. He probably did. I think he did. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, we, we've had kind of a love hate relationship with Todd McFarlane over the years. He's done some things that we've kind of like scratched our heads and like what well, Todd what are you doing you know and yeah his, his, his figures have really done, taken a renaissance here they have I was gonna say the, the articulation the durability there for a while when you bought a spawn figure you don't don't breathe anywhere near it I mean seriously he's not joking we we used to talk about this a lot that uh, the the McFarland figures from a few years ago literally lots of times they would break in the package before you could even get them home. Or they were statues. They had no articulation exactly. whatsoever. Yeah, which I'm really glad he's getting away from that. I mean, he's got the DC license. He's doing Fortnite figures. Doing he's Fortnite. Doing, um, um, Cyberpunk, isn't he? He is doing Cyberpunk. I have the two cyber, two of the Cyberpunk figures he's done. They're very nice. And, uh, is he doing Halo? Somebody's doing Halo, and I can't remember who it is. You know, I'm not sure. I think he did do Halo in the past. 
Yeah, I know. I know for a fact he did Halo in the past. Um, maybe it's Jazzwares that got the license to Halo. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> um, okay, so we we definitely need to take a trip and see if we can locate the He-Man figures because like, I've seen Battle Cat twice now. He was in Oak Ridge, and I've seen him in Knoxville. I haven't seen him anywhere. None of them. And, and like I told you on the phone the other night, we were talking. It's like. You know, when they were first announced, I was like, oh, okay, Master of the Universe figures, that's that's cool, that's cool. You know, and I wasn't even really planning on picking up, picking them up, but now I'm I'm excited. I actually want these figures. I, I don't know what's got me so pumped for them. I, I don't know if it's because we can't find them anywhere or what it is, but I really want them. Yeah, I, I want to get into them. It's it's the ability to get on the ground floor. Absolutely, and it's it plus it's the ones we grew up with, but with added articulation. You yeah, know what I mean, it's, they're nice. Yeah, they are. Uh, if they're half as nice as the WWE uh, Masters of the WWE Universe figures, then they're definitely going to be some really good figures. Which I did see some of those the other day. Oh, by the way, Rey Mysterio at SummerSlam wore his outfit. That the Masters of the Universe crossover figure has really yes, I didn't. He know actually that. wore that that out that same outfit. That's really cool. I saw it. Somebody posted on Facebook and they said, "Look, Ray Mysterio wore his outfit." I was like, "Oh my god, that is that's really cool." That is cool. That that's yeah. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to those. I, I want to get the new Thundercats figures too. They look really nice, but they're 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 quite expensive. I think. I mean, yeah. They're... Well, I've got I've still got my Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain. So, well, see, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think, speaking of this new Master Universe line, do you think they're going to do a Grayskull and Snake Mountain eventually? You think so? I think so. Well, do you ever think they're going to make the flag for GI Joe again? Maybe to go with the six-inch figures? No. I can tell you that. I think Hasbro said they're not going to make another flag. I don't know why people keep asking that it's not going to happen. Well, they think HasLab, since they got the job as sail barge made and it was four foot long, they think they're going to get a a flag made again. And I'm like, Unicron barely got backers. The Sentinel got backers, but the Sentinel's not as big as Unicron. No, and I'm concerned about Unicron. I wanted to get Unicron, but... um, I don't know if if you're going to be able to buy it unless you backed it. I I I, I don't know. I'm going to have to send Hasbro an email and ask him about that because that's that's really disturbing to me that the fact that um, they don't have anything up for it on their website. I mean, they have development photos and they have some blurbs about it that sort of thing, but no pre-order, no nothing. It's just it's I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty odd. I don't. Of course, it's supposed to come out sometime next year. So yeah, it is. Have uh, so so they have said they're not ever going to do a flag. So people need to just stop asking. Um, I I do I put it past them to try to get one made by crowdsourcing? No, I, I don't. It's but possible, but not very likely. It's not likely. I mean, could, could, think about it. Okay, the cell barge was big. Yeah. It was really big. Can you imagine how big a modern flag would be? Most people don't have room to put that in their house. I don't. I don't either. And if the flag would probably be six or seven hundred dollars. Oh, easy. If, if not, not more. more. I mean, you gotta think like, okay, this table, this gaming table that we're recording at right now, it's got a thirty-two inch TV in it. It's custom made. Um, the flag it would be bigger than this table. Yeah. It would be much bigger than this table. And this table takes up a good portion of the room. Yeah, the flag was seven and a half feet long. And that was the one from the 80s. Can you imagine? Okay, if they scaled that up for six-inch figures? There's no way. It'd be 14 feet long. If not more. Yeah, that's... there's Yeah, I just don't say... Can you imagine how much shipping on that would be? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm sure you'd pay probably two or three hundred dollars in shipping. Yeah. At least. Especially if they made it out of the same materials they made the one from the 80s in. Because they made it out of, uh, it was a, a plywood, wasn't it? No, it was plastic. 
I thought the deck was plywood. No, the deck was plastic. Was it all plastic? Yeah, it was okay. all plastic. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking that it was like press board or something. Because some people have used plywood to lengthen the deck. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Okay. Which I don't know why the hell you would lengthen the deck. I mean, it's seven and a half feet long for crying. I, I don't know why you'd want to lengthen it, but now I did see a guy on YouTube. His name is Michael Mercy, and uh, he's got the flag. And what he did was he built a sub deck, like, uh, you know, like rooms, like, uh, I, I don't want to call it a motor pool, but it was like an area for like ground vehicles. It's the part of the ship that's supposed to be underwater. It's like yeah. storage for like vehicles. And he made, like, extra rooms for the figures and stuff like that, like a barracks and that sort of thing. And he did all that out of wood and painted it. It, it actually, I know people are thinking, wow, that would look mismatched because it's plastic and then wood on the bottom. But the way he painted it and designed it and everything, it actually looks like it was part of the playset. I've seen it where people put, put uh, made a platform with wheels so they could wheel it around. Cause yeah. Once you put it, once you build it, it's pretty much built where it is. Yeah. It's not going to move. I, and if I had one, that's what I would do is I'd put wheels on it because, damn, I mean, that thing's huge. It is. I have seen it one time in my life. I've seen three or four of them myself and it's, it's massive. It really is. I mean, the eighties. The eighties will never come back. That was just a time of grandeur. I mean, we had. Oh yeah, there the, was huge shit all over in every line. Transformers is the only tra- toy line now that's making big stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, okay, let's 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 take GI Joe. Let's go back to GI Joe. You got the flag, which was the biggest. Mm-hmm. I dare say the flag was probably the biggest toy of the eighties. I think so. And then let's see what else you had. The the shuttle. Yeah. The, what was it? The Reliant? The Defiant. The Defiant. Uh, what else big do we have for G.I. Joe? The Mobile Command Center. I love the Mobile Command Center. The Terror Drone. The Huh? The Pit? No, that was Rise of Cobra. Was it? Yeah. What was the the base, the headquarters for the Joe? They, that was just the G.I. Joe headquarters. Okay. They Those weren't that big. They, okay. The, the Terror Drone was about... It was, those were the biggies right there. Okay, so you, yeah, the Terror Drone, Mobile Command Center, the Flag... And, uh, like the, the Rolling Thunder. The Rolling Thunder I had when I was a kid. It was, yeah. It was. It, it was what it was. It was the Rolling Thunder. It, it was. It was the sometimes Rolling Thunder. Mostly, it was the rolling parts. But <laughs> um, I mean, no, it, it was okay. It was. It wasn't my favorite figure figure ship vehicle. Um, what are your aspirations as far as? What do you hope to achieve as far as collecting by the end of this year? I hope to have all the Joes and be caught, be mostly caught up on Black Series. Okay. That's that's what I'm hoping for. What about you? Me? Um, I, you know, I asked the question. I hadn't even really thought of it myself. I, I would like to find the He-Man stuff. Oh, yeah. Um I I'm, I guess my biggest thing as far as collecting for this year is just not to get behind on all these damn Transformers exclusives. Yeah. Because seriously, there's it's not just one a week now. It's like two and three and four a week, which is getting out of hand. Yeah. But um, And the surprise drops don't help. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. All these surprises. Like, oh, we didn't announce this. Okay, like, for example, I was telling you, uh, the Ratchet and the Paradron Medic. Yeah. They weren't announced, to my knowledge. I just happened to look on my feed and see them. They're Amazon exclusives. I have heard nothing about them. Exactly. At all. And now and now Amazon has got a page dedicated to Hasbro. So they're going to be doing exclusives from Hasbro every so often on this page. I, I, but anyway, we were supposed to be talking about cartoons, and we got off on this shit again. Well, it's, it's <laughs> not. It, it's, when you're talking about toy-based cartoons, and you know, it's not hard to talk about the toys that go with them. Um, okay. Mean, and the, the, the wild thing is, you were talking about the 80s are coming back, but... The hot toys right now are G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man. Well, what, let me specify what I meant by the, the, the 80s aren't coming back. Is it? I mean, as far as... The big as, shit. Yeah, the, yeah. the grand. But it's, but it's wild that, that that's the... And Micro Machines and Ninja Turtles, uh, NECA at least, Ninja Turtles, and Power Rangers, they're the hot toy lines right now. Yeah, I mean, 
It seems like eighties, early nineties is the the in vogue. And Star product. Wars, we can't forget Star, Star Wars. Wars. Uh, Star Wars, you know, the seventies, eighties product too. So, um, what what? Okay, as far as cartoons though, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I think GI Joe is probably your favorite cartoon of the eighties. Yeah, it's like Transformers and Mask were the the three biggies for okay. me. So mine were I I had. Ones that I would absolutely not miss every time they came on, even if it was a rerun. That was Transformers, G.I. Joe, Thundercats were my big ones. I, I liked Mask, too. Oh, speaking of Mask, did you see what they found in Chile? Huh. A fucking cargo container full of Mask. No. Sealed cases. Jesus Christ. Sealed cases of 80s Mask toys. Was it all like the cases like the same thing, or was it just very varied things? Or do you varied know? things, cases of of different vehicles, like different assortments. That's weird that they found them in Chile, or the Argentina, somewhere somewhere in South America. They found them, and they're they're talking about how much this is worth. These are mint condition, still in the shipping shipping boxes. Jeez. So there's get ready for a flood of mask toys to start hitting the market, which eBay at the same time, they're going to be valuable. But at the same time, that value is going to get driven down by the, by the supply. Yeah, that's true. Well, not maybe not. But maybe not, considering there's not that many mask toys that are still sealed these, these days. Yeah. Uh, so they, they may hold their value pretty well. Um but it's going to be kind of wild to see all this mask stuff hit the market. I would love to get some mask stuff again. Especially at a time when Hasbro's talking about relaunching mask. Well, yeah, they've been talking about that for, damn, damn near 10 years now. I mean... And they, Visionaries and Mask are their two properties that are trying to well, relaunch. I always heard that they were trying to do Mask, Visionaries, and ROM. Yeah, Space Knight. Well, they know. did that Revolutions box set for San Diego. I didn't get. But I didn't I'm, either. I'm going to get it. That had like Jetfire and Roadblock and Mat Tracker, the new Black Mat Tracker, and yeah. Micronauts and Rom and a Dire Wraith and Action Man and I think that was it. Yeah, it's a, definitely a cool set. Um, so oh, and Leoric from uh, Visionaries. That's right. That's right. Um, so we just got the new Transformers series on Netflix, which was pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It was okay. Uh, do you think we're going to get any new G.I. Joe cartoons? There's a rumor. Okay. I keep hearing it. Cause you know, we've talked about there's going to be a new G.I. Joe game come out. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be a, an animated series, something Netflix series, something, um, what it, have you seen the uh, the tw- 2011 reboot of Thundercats? I've seen some of it. You hadn't seen all of it? No. Uh, they left it on a cliffhanger. You could tell there was supposed to be a second season. And I've heard rumors that they may be trying to bring it back. That's always possible. And I mean. if they do, I'll be very happy because I, I would love for there to be a second season of it. Yeah. I'm um, kind of curious about the new He-Man cartoon that's coming to Netflix. That's what I was going to ask you about, if there was going to be a new He-Man animated series, because I hadn't... I yeah, hadn't written by Kevin Smith. That's right. We have talked about that. That's right. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm wondering if it's going to follow... Didn't you say it's going to follow more of the 80s story than the reboot yeah. in the 2000s? Yeah. Yeah, that will be interesting. I mean, I've read some of Kevin Smith's comic work, so... He's some of his stuff is kind of hit or miss, but I, I I think that Kevin Smith is he's a fellow collector. I think he has enough respect and love for the property that I think he'll do his best with it at yeah. least. Yeah, I think so. Well, is there anything else that we can discuss? I mean, we we still got some time left. Hmm. Um. What toy line would you like to see brought back? That's an interesting. Based. That's and interesting. Ma- I'd like to see Mask brought back. I was going to say Mask. Um, I would I would actually like to see the Ghostbusters line continue. 
I've mean, heard rumors that there's a second wave coming. I would like to see a second wave of the Kenner stuff, and I'd love to see a second wave of the Plasma series. I've heard both of them are getting second waves. That would be very nice. Um, as a matter of fact, the rumor is the second wave of Ghostbusters, Louis Tully and Janine are supposed to be getting figures. You're talking about for the Kenner wave? Yeah. They're supposed that, to release those. Yeah, because, I mean, they did make Janine figures. I've got a couple of Janines. Did they ever make a Lewis for the animated series? I've got two of them. I've got one or two, yeah. Okay, so they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they must have made those kind of when I was... They were towards the tail end. I was going to say, it must have been after I kind of got out of the Ghostbusters cartoon, because, uh, you know, after they changed it over to Slimer and Neural Ghostbusters, I kind of lost interest because it got stupid. Um, I'd like to see Dungeons and Dragons come back. I would love to see D and D come back. I mean, I mean, they've got the Jada Toys uh, metal figures, which I found those the other day, and I started to get them, but I happened to find that that full set of the Plasma series Ghostbusters, so I got those instead. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else that I could think of? Uh, what was the fuck? What was the toy line that we were talking about before we started recording? I couldn't remember the name of. And we Legions uh, of Power. Legions of Power. I would love to see Legions of Power come back. Yeah, that's a that's an obscure toy line it to say the least. Really obscure. I had like two sets of them. I had one or two sets myself when I was a kid, and oh my god, I loved those things. I mean, they were they weren't generic, but they were generic enough. That you could use them like with Star Wars or GI Joe oh, yeah. or Transformers. I mean, they they could be they were like building blocks, like mechanical building blocks. Well, let me ask you this: Would you like to see a return of stuff like Imperials toy line or Gay Toys, where they had the uh, the ships, like the space age vehicles and stuff that played with? Yes, I absolutely. would love to see a return of those. Absolutely, and I, I mean, I will take it a step further. I miss. There's one store that I miss, and people are going to say, oh, you miss Toys R Us, or you miss Children's Palace. Yes, I do miss both of those. But there's one store, and I think it's for the nostalgia factor, that I miss maybe even more than both of those. And people are going to laugh. I miss Woolworths. No, I miss Woolworths, Woolworths too. was like the treasure trove. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could go there... In, I'm talking the late 80s, early 90s, and still find good shit. They were still selling G.I. Joe and Transformers and Thundercats and Ghostbusters. I found Blaster and Perceptor on vacation in Florida at Woolworths two years after they came out. You know, the funny thing is, I think I got my Perceptor at Woolworths. I knew I got a lot. Most every Thundercats figure I ever got as a kid came from Woolworths. Uh, I mean, I, there for a while, I was actually thinking, well, hot damn, does Woolworths have a, uh, a license agreement, an exclusivity deal to, to sell Thundercats? Because for me, at least, it was rare that I ever found them at like Walmart or Kmart or oh, places yeah. like that. It was Woolworths. They, yeah. they had it. They also had weird stuff, too. Like, do you remember the Mad Balls? Yes. They're bringing those back. I know. Yeah. I have my favorite one, the Eyeball Oculus. I can't remember the name what of it. What was the one? I had one, and I saw the Eyeball on, on BBTS. I had one that was similar to that, but it wasn't. It was like a, a purple, purplish ogre-looking thing, and he had a horn I and remember one that eye, one. but it wasn't the one that they're saying. And a nose ring. No, this one I don't think oh, had a nose, nose ring. ring. Because the one on BBTS has the nose ring, but he has a like, skull exposed on the back of the head. This one didn't. It was more like an ogre type had like orange hair or something? Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, I had that one. I loved it. Um, I'd like to see Battle Beasts make come back. Oh my God, we've talked about that a lot. I, yes, Battle Beasts. Well, they did try to bring them back as a, as a bigger or more articulated figure, but it did not work. See, that's the problem. I, I think that a lot of stuff that came out in the 80s, I just don't know if it will work today because there's nostalgia for it for people like us, but a lot of people don't remember this stuff. Well, uh, did you know that Imaginex did Battle Beasts? I did not. They did Battle Beasts. I did not know they that. They weren't official Battle Beasts, but they were close enough to Battle Beasts. So. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would love. I would they were blind bags, which kind of sucked because I yeah. I would have bought some, but I I wanted the battle beast. I didn't want the other crap. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, these these gotchas, these blind bag things. I mean, sometimes they're kind of fun, but it gets old after a while. They're fun if it's stuff in it you actually want. Right. Like I mean, if it's if it's a whole line of like Masters Universe or GI Joe or Transformers, and you know you're a fan of the whole series, and you're like, oh, I don't care what figure I get, it's going to be cool. That's one thing. But if it's like, you know. My Little Pony and Rainbow Bright, you know, and Strawberry well, Shortcake. Like the and Funko's then, doing uh, blind bags, and there's G.I. Joe in them, and I, I want to get them, but there's also Glowworm and Mr. Potato Head. And, right, that's my point. You know, you got all these things, and then you got, like, one G.I. Joe character. It's like, what the odds of getting there's that? a chase on it, too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of chase, you know, we talked about the Micro Machines chase already. That's insane. I can't believe they're doing that, but whatever. Yeah. Apparently, speaking of Chase, the AW, uh, the uh, AEW Chase, mm-hmm. I think that Chris Jericho's a thousand, one of a thousand, and Cody Rhodes is one of five hundred. Wow. So, what's the deal with the Jericho one? Is it just, I mean, a different... they come with the championship belt? That's it. Yeah, that's the only way you can get the championship belt right now. Okay. That that. Of course, you can go to. Uh, one of the best exclusives I've ever seen mm-hmm. is uh, Chris Jericho's Little Bit of the Bubbly. Yeah. it's It comes in a champagne bottle. That See, I would rather have that than him with a championship belt. And that, it comes with a table and like a little wine bottle of champagne. And, and, yeah, see, I, I would much rather have that than the, the one with the, with the belt. I mean, you can... I mean, I know the AEW belt is, is different, but you can get a wrestling belt to put on. Eventually, they're going to release oh, yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I think the tights may be different, too. Hey, that's that's cool, but is it a necessity? Yes, for some people, I'm sure it is. If you're a completist, yeah, yeah. but I, why why do you have... Um, why do you have chase figures? That's, that's what I want to know. Money. Well... I thought we'd move past Chase figures. Well, I had too, but no, apparently we haven't. I mean, the, the, so that brings me into something else. You remember in the 90s, the early to mid-90s, when there was variant prism covers and oh, yeah. gatefold covers well, there's of 30, comics. Yeah, there's 30-something covers of Snake Eyes, for crying out loud. And they're doing it again. They're doing it again. Every comic that I see come out... Because I'm way more into indie comics now than I ever have been. I've always liked indie comics, but I'm way more into them now. Even indie comics are doing it, like the Cavewoman series. Dude, I think like they're on Patreon right now trying to get the new series of it back. Yeah. I'm thinking there's like 10 variant covers. Wow. Why? I I mean, I understand that you've got different artists that you want to do to do the covers, but instead, I guess uh, the only thing I can guess is as a Patreon to get people to donate to the Patreon to have which this level you get another cover, this level you get a special cover. Right. I mean, and I can understand that to a point because that is kind of a reward thing. But for something like GI Joe to have thirty fucking covers, oh, I know it's it's ridiculous. And with comic book stores in the condition that they're in right now, do you really think that? A mom and pop um, comic shop is going to want to spend the money to get all of these variants in multiple numbers. No, of course not. No, yeah. the comic shops are in too bad a shape right now. The comics industry is in too bad a shape, but that's a subject for another time. It is, but that's why I'm bringing up the whole. Okay, to get back to the point, we got off on a tangent here, but to get back to the point. That's what I feel like is going on with the, with action figures right now, is, is is the comic book mentality of the early nineties. So you yeah. got all these gatefold chase covers, and like you said, we got away from that with figures. We got away from having the chases, and now we're going right back into it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's more than ridiculous. It's it's disheartening. It's if you're a completist out there, I feel bad for you because it just it's. Thankfully, we're not completionists. I mean, we like to get as much as we can, but yeah. if we miss something, it's not the end of the world. That's true. But um, for all you all out there that, like, you know, you have uh, obsessive-compulsive, and I'm not making fun by any means. I'm not. I swear I'm not. 
But for you all that collect that are kind of obsessive compulsive, I feel bad for you. I really do because it's going to be really easy to miss stuff. And really expensive to catch up. It is. But with that, I think we should go ahead and just give it a call this one under wraps. Well, we got to end it with our usual segment. The Guilty Pleasure uh, Movie of the Week. That's right, The Guilty Pleasure, and I always struggle with this one. Um, I got a good one this week. <laughs> I got okay. a really well, good one. All right, one well, this as week. usual, you go first. The Stuff. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> the Stuff, man. Okay. If you haven't seen okay. The Stuff, okay. it's this story about these two guys walking through the woods, and they find this white stuff bubbling out of the ground, and one of them decides to eat it, and it gets produced as a, it mass produced as a food item, and it just goes, it becomes like a horror movie after that. Okay, yeah, I, the stuff, yeah, that's that was a good one. Uh, I think I have one to match it though. Okay. And I think you're going to say the same thing I did when I say it. Are you ready? Yep. The Toxic Avenger. Yes, Toxic. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Toxic Avenger. Uh, well, I mean, would you? I guess you could consider that a guilty pleasure. It's it's oh, not yeah. really it's not really mainstream. It's kind of it's a B movie. Anything from Troma can really be considered a, a guilty pleasure I, movie. Just I love the Toxic Avenger. It's, uh, it's oh yeah, Toxic is the whole series is great. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's an icon. He's, oh, he is definitely is. Yeah, if you haven't seen the stuff. Which a lot of you probably haven't. Go check that out. It's it's wild. Yeah, and if you haven't seen Toxie, treat yourself to it. Oh God, yeah, Toxie is it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful piece of cinema. Definitely, <laughs> hey, definitely. So I think on that note, we will go ahead and end here. We've come to about uh, the end of our time. So we will see you, wonderful people in internet land, next week. Next week, definitely tune in again. Thank you for listening. Whoa, get lost. We're done. Go. Leave. Why are you here? Bye. Get out of my house.